everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals, talking with you about junk journals, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. Welcome. We are in the car today, coming home from the dentist. Such an exciting life that I live. I know. I know. Um, Yeah, so I guess this is uh, more of a life of a crafter. The crafter had to go to the dentist. These things happen. Um, still getting things tweaked and fixed and going forward. Um, thinking about, oh, I went through some older journals on yesterday's video on YouTube. And that was really fun for me because I got to look back at the way I used to think and process information and the way I used to play, um, what I thought was fun back then. And, um, I, I, it reminded me like, oh yeah, I forgot about those things that were still fun um, that I used to make. And uh, sight unseen, you know, you, you take it out of your visual experience and it's like it disappears. But these older journals that I have saved are a um, recollection or a collection or a, a way to look back in time to remind myself what I did, what I learned, and the whole process of learning and what worked and what didn't so um and also just seeing a fun way I used to make covers I mean that that way was so fun um just taking some chipboard or cereal boxes whatever gluing them together to get the thickness I needed and or maybe it was food boxes I don't know what they were um but doing that and making that those painting them and then stenciling on them, and I must have sealed them with some type of acrylic sealant, a spray probably, so everything stays put. It, it feels sealed. And so easy, so pretty, so fast. Um, an awesome way to do a cover. Uh, sometimes the covers can be intimidating because we put so much effort on the inside, and then the cover seems very, I don't know, naked, barren. It's a space that somehow must get you ready for whatever is coming inside and you know it's almost like the icing on the cake you don't want to mess it up you don't want to um you know deter from the goodness inside you want to attract and pull in and and um, take people on a journey with the moment they see the cover so there's a lot of um i guess pressure maybe that is felt about cover decorating um and sometimes it's fun to make a bunch of covers mass make them and just have them ready Um, certainly easy if you do an eclectic style uh, just any type of style random style Um, you can also do themed ones you you know make it make a dragonfly cover it doesn't necessarily have to go on a dragonfly journal Um, it can be on any type of journal you want Um, maybe a nature journal or an art journal or a writing journal I mean it, it truly is non-committal, but sometimes we think it's committal. Like, I'm going to make a pink journal, so there has to be a lot of pink in the pages inside. Not necessarily so. You can go off in any direction you want and uh, just have fun at it. Um, keep reminding yourself of that, that uh, there are no rules, and you can take this any way you like, wherever your heart's desire leads you, wherever your imagination pulls you. You've got freedom of choice. And there's uh, a lot of bliss in that. And uh, relaxation, zen, um, 
And that's, I think, where the real joy of junk journals or the creation of junk journals comes from. It's that peace, that freedom, that ability for you to just to do whatever you gosh darn want, you know? And just remembering it's only paper and that those are the kind of things we like to experience. What's going on over here? Passing some strange construction site, yet they're building another housing complex. Yeah, there's booming, booming uh, growth in this area. It's crazy. Um, but no, I, I don't think I've, I think I'm taking a different way home. I think I missed my exit and I'm just, I can get home multiple ways here. So I'm just going on a little tour of my, my, my area. I'm kind of hungry. I don't have, oh darn it. I already went shopping and I forgot to get the oatmeal. Yeah, I need to go back. I have some food. No, I have enough food and I have enough packs of oatmeal. I'm just going to take my food home because uh, it's been sitting in the warm car. You know what I mean? So we better get it home. It's not, it hasn't been that long. It'll be okay. She tells herself, hopefully it was watermelon, pre, you know, pre-cut watermelon. And I think that'll be okay for, you know, 20 minutes in the car. I hope so. Well, we're going to find out because I'm going to have it for lunch and it's going to go down the pie hole to feed this little crafter. So she has the energy to craft. And Sunny is doing just dandy. Sunshine is my little Maltese pup. And uh, he's two and a half. And he's got, he's just growing up so fast. Oh, yeah, he had a visitor. Um, my, uh, uh, one of my, my best friends came over yesterday, Linda. And she brought Baxter, who is her pup. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Up, who they just get along so well. They're 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 explorative of each other, and then they're sort of indifferent. Like it's like, yeah, I know you and your and your deal, and you know me and my deal, and we just kind of are totally fine with each other. There's no issue, and uh, they're so calm, so relaxed, and they just enjoy each other. That's kind of nice, and uh, so that was very fun to see them hang out. And they were all over Linda. They just wanted to. Uh, play and explore and, and smell Linda. <laughs> so there you go. Life was good. Um, what else is going on? Not much else. Other. Oh, um, what else? Oh, I have a fundal special going on. If you order a fundal in May of 2023, you will automatically get without a coupon, a coupon or a code. <laughs> a coupon or a code, uh, not needed. If you buy it on my Etsy shop, um, it, you will automatically get a triple bonus, and, which includes a 396-year-old authentic book page from an academic theology book. You will get a Victorian card and a vintage ticket. Um, so there you go. If that is of interest, go ahead and order your fundle. 2020, May 2023. Uh, so, yep, take taking this other little back road home. This is kind of an interesting place. Um, I'm a sort of out in the country, just becoming like slowly into where the city is, driving in. Um, I have a, a hole in my bathroom floor that has been filled 
with Samantha. Now I am. I've been ghosted by workmen all week. I scheduled a floor guy to come over. Didn't come. Had him booked for two days of the work. Texted, called him. Nothing. Floor guy disappeared. Okay, whatever. I didn't. I didn't pay him any money or anything yet. So um, then I had uh, AC guy was supposed to come over and clean my AC as a maintenance. Didn't work out. Second time around. So yep. One of those weeks where you're setting all these plan- grand plans up, and it actually gives me more time to get things organized. I uh, connected with somebody who gave me some beautiful upholstery fabric. Thank you very much. And uh, so I need to go through and organize all of that. And then I need to cut up more paper for my fundals. Um, that's a, a, always a big job, just getting that all ready, um, selecting the books, selecting the sources it's going to come from. I like to give you a big variety, um, lots of different types of papers. I generally stick to, I have categories in my mind, um, music paper, dictionary pages, science, nature, um, antique, ledger, tea cards, black and white photos, checks, receipts. I think you probably heard me say these things before. And then, but the variety within those, and it um, does vary because um, there's always a different supply. And also, um, I have a category of five unique items, which don't really fall into any other category. So I pull from the unique night items as well. Um, there's just been some really interesting things coming across the desk lately. So I hope you're enjoying those. I'm getting good feedback. It seems like you are enjoying them. So um, thank you very much. And I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, tickle your interest with intriguing pieces. Always looking for something, you know, more intriguing the next time. Just it's, you know, I, I like the hunt as much as anybody. And it is fun, and it's explorative, and boy, have I got some stuff I've got. I've got boxes of stuff up there that I need to just go through, sort, organize, cut up, and get my little uh, piles of stuff organized for the next round of fundals. And very excited about that. Um, What else is going on? Let's see. I um, have been looking... Yeah, I'm... Reflecting back on older videos and things I've made and seeing where I want to take those to the next level or the next step because sometimes, you know, you think, okay, what haven't we done yet? Um, What haven't we explored? And uh, I saw some things in the older journals that I made that I haven't done in a long time, but I would like to take those concepts I saw and maybe put a new twist on them, morph the idea, stretch my little... Uh, comfort zone or get my get out of my comfort zone stretch myself a little bit and see where else I can take these ideas because I think there's a lot of play yet to be had with them and that's the nice thing about paper and paper crafting is there's always another way to fold or color or tear or rip or shred or whatever you're going to do with paper um, and it's surprising because we can all sit there and look at the same darn piece of paper And everybody will come up with a million and one ways to approach it. And I find that absolutely fascinating. I think it is amazing how our brain works, our creative brain, and where we take these ideas and thoughts and how we express them in the physical world, the material world. And a lot of times um, I find when I'm creating, uh, I go in with one idea and it comes out looking completely different. And I just 
say thank you because your hands, your eyes, your imagination will change the direction that the river of creativity flows. Boy, that sounded very almost profound, but not really. Um, Yes, the preconceived notion of what it's supposed to look like when it's done. Sometimes it's we are able to adhere to that and other times it just goes in a completely different different direction we get excited about something we see a color we see two papers uh, lay together closely and we want to bring them together in some type of form or unit or pocket or a tuck or or something catches our eye beside us in a box and we want to pull it out and use it right then and there we don't want to hold back we want to jump in with both feet and just create something fun because we can and why not, right? I mean, this is fun. This is the fun part of life. This is um, enjoying the process. And uh, maybe there are many journals that will fall from your fingers one day where you're creating them and you get so excited and have the passion about making your own books, creating books. They, it, you just you can't stop the runaway horse. It just is out of the barn. Once it's out of the barn... It ain't coming back. You're just down the rabbit hole of making junk journals. I know. I know. And uh, it's almost an unlimited resource of possibilities. What you can do, how you can make them, who you can make them for. Um, What are you going to do with them after? Are you going to keep them, sell them, gift them, donate them? doesn't matter. It's all good. Um, I know there's a lot of angst and fear sometimes about selling junk journals being judged, wondering what other people will think, wondering if anybody would even pay good money for one, um, that those fearful thoughts. I would say if you have an inkling and a consideration uh, towards selling them, I'd say try it, go for it, give it a go. Um, you might have a good experience. I think you, you're going to have, you're either going to have good experiences or you're going to learn from your experiences and then you're going to have hopefully better experiences. Um, you'll need one person to buy your journal. Remember that. You can show it to a lot of people, but it will connect with some, one person. And what I found is that sometimes I think I have an idea of what somebody would like. Even this amorphous, ubiquitous, unknown person that I don't even know who's going to buy the journal would like and that's not necessarily so. Have you ever had that experience where you're out with people? doesn't matter um, the, the context of the circumstances, but you're out with people and somebody maybe points to something on art on the wall. And they're like, oh my God, I love that. And you look at it and you're thinking, heck no, never in a million years would that ever be hanging on my wall. But that other person is absolutely enamored by that piece of art. It speaks to them on some level that you know, you have no connection with. And that's the thing about art. Um, it's, it's hard not to make it for yourself or what you think for somebody, for somebody else, like what you think they would like. It's, and sometimes I've had people actually like things that I made that I really didn't like. Like if you asked me, I'd say, Nope, that was a big bluebird. That thing did not come together well. That has no eye appeal to me, and somebody else will just connect with it on a different level that I can't understand. And um, I guess, in a way, that's maybe a good thing because we learn to let go of the prejudging of our own work. 
and um, not necessarily making things subpar. You want to make things well, that hold together, that function for the person. But the, the judgment of the artwork, boy, that's a, that's a whole other ball of wax. Some people really enjoy the clean, the pristine, the neutral, the antique, the don't give me a lot of flashy colors. I just want it to be relaxing and blissful and calming, and I can just flip the pages, and there's tons of writing room. It's not overcluttered. It's, it's just a place for me to dump my thoughts and all of that, and other people like it jam-packed full of all sorts of explorative fun things to find, um, like somebody squirreled away an old memoir book. I always have this thing of, you know, finding an old bound, wrapped book in a tree knoll somewhere, hidden, like as if somebody hid it away, because they wanted their thoughts and their feelings and their ideas to be preserved as their own space, their secrets, their, I don't know, whatever, and um, I found it, <laughs> you know, and maybe the person was already gone or moved or died or whatever, and I found this old, you know, dusty book just full of all these little treasures and I kind of think that's where I've been kind of living lately with the idea of the junk journal. But um, let your idea of a junk journal be yours. It doesn't have to be a carbon copy of mine. Some people look at mine and think, why do you overstuff these? Um, and they don't resonate with that. But they still enjoy making them and they make them their own way. And that's the beauty of it. it we can make them all different ways. Um, you can use the colors you want, the papers you want. Um, it's great to get inspiration from each other. And even if we, even if you sit down and you try and copy exactly what I do, you will still make it only the way you would make it. Because you're going to put your own personal spin on it, whether you can help it or not. You're going to cut the paper, tear the paper, color the paper the way you would. And it is going to be embedded and saturated with the you of you more than me. Um, I consider like any of us who inspire other people as a launching pad really for you. Um, it's not really about us. It's about just giving you an idea that you can take and just passing the torch and you guys go forward and frankly blow my socks off with what you make. Um, I, it's so motivational to me when I see the things that you guys are creating and thank you for sharing some of those things on the Facebook group page. Um, we do weekly and monthly challenges over there as well as uh, seeing what you guys make from these videos as little launching pads and then if you want some inspiration go check out the Paper Outpost um, Facebook page because it's just chock full of launching pads for anybody who's new or has been around a while it'll just give you a place to start um, you know another good place is if you want to look on Pinterest or not necessarily at my stuff, but anybody junk, anybody's junk journal stuff. On Instagram, other YouTube channels, of course, eBay, Etsy. Um, all these places are great places to get inspiration on the world, from the world of junk journals. Um, look up embellishments, look up um, junk journal ideas, um, look up beginner ideas for junk journals. Even if you're a seasoned junk journal maker, go look for beginner ideas. You'll... It'll be a new launching pad, and you'll just, oh, I like that idea. I can do, I can do so much more with it. I can do this, that, this, that, this, that. And there you go. You're off and running. And that's kind of nice. That's kind of fun. So I hope you guys are having a fabulous day. 
I am getting closer to home uh, every second here, so I'm going to sign off now. And we'll, I will be talking to you soon. So take care, everybody. Happy crafting. Remember, to create with reckless abandon and have some fun. Take care. Bye-bye.